take without Google, I'm a total fucking dumbass for a thousand. It's a daily double. What would you like to wager, Thomas? All right, I want to discuss, I'm kind of like in this series where, I guess that's not a bad thing, but where certain podcasts are leading me into a different topic that is following up on something I've previously discussed. The last episode of the podcast, The DIY Guy, for the most part, from you know one given perspective, could make it seem like Jeff's so smart, but I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying I'm an idiot. I think I'm an intelligent person. However, I wouldn't be able to do the things that I do from a DIY perspective without the internets, without Googles, without YouTubes. Google, YouTube, all that stuff, it's made us all fucking geniuses. Yay! I'm a genius, Jeff. No, you're not. Ask me a question. All right, what's 3,486 times 72? Hold on. Give me a second. I'm thinking. Pay no attention to this device in my hand. Um, I believe if I have, if my calculations are correct, it would be 250,992. Told you, I'm a genius. No, you're not. For anyone basically under the age of, I don't know, 20, you really don't have any clue what life was like just 30 years ago. Whether it be doing a report or a project in school or shopping or just trying to find basic fucking information. We didn't have Google machines. Like today, for example, I live in Columbus, Ohio. Today was the day of the big game, Ohio State versus Michigan. Unfortunately, Ohio State lost, but there's other games going on throughout the course of the day that still have an impact overall on the big picture of the college football playoffs. Now, normally, if you wanted to know what a score was from another game, you'd have to watch the game you're watching now and then stare at the bottom of the screen in this little display bar across the bottom of the screen that would tell you scores all across different leagues and different games. Oftentimes you would stare at it for 10 minutes and still not see the game that you were interested in and then it went to commercial and you're like, son of a bitch! But now you just type into your phone NCAA football scores. Bam! All of them. This week, last week, 10 weeks ago, three years ago. Doesn't matter. You have all that information accessible at your fingertips instantly. It's the instant gratification. It's the thing that pisses me off and annoys me about social media. Is people have a need for instant gratification. I posted this picture of my dog. I hope someone likes it soon before I find a belt in a closet. But it's not real knowledge. Yes, you have that knowledge once you see it, but you did nothing to earn that knowledge. Nothing. Even back in the day, if you needed to look something up in, say, like a textbook, and you needed to get an answer that you couldn't remember. For example, let's say like some chemistry question, and you couldn't remember what item on the periodic table matched with helium to create a blue flame. I'm making all of this up. I don't know that any of this is even possible. However, you would have to leaf through that book. It doesn't mean the information's not in the book, but you had to work for it a little bit. You had to know what section to go to. And if you couldn't find the right section, you had to start reading until you found yourself going down a trail that was going to lead you to the answer. Now you just type in on Google, helium plus what equals blue flame. More than likely, the top result will be Jeff is an idiot. I don't know why I use the blue flame. That's actually a very common color for flames. So... 
I feel even dumber. I don't have my Google machine in front of me. There is so much information out there that is so easy to get on so many things. I mean, you can go look up people's property. If you know someone's name and what county they live in, you can find their address. You can find pictures of their property. You can then go into Google Earth and you can 3D zoom and see if the guy's watering his lawn with his shirt off out in the front yard when the Google car went by. It's fucking crazy. Store and restaurant hours of operation. Addresses to all of these places. You All you need is the basic address, then drop it into GPS, and now the GPS gets you there. We don't even have to worry about fucking learning directions anymore. Just like I've discussed several times on the show, I don't know any fucking phone numbers. If it's not in my phone, and I don't have my phone, I'm fucked. 911, what is your emergency? My emergency is that I don't know anybody's number. That's not an emergency, sir. Could you just connect me to Pennsylvania 65000, please? And that was a joke for everyone over the age of 75. You're welcome. Here we are coming up on the gift buying season, the holiday, the Christmas, or the Hanukkah season. And up until 10, 20 years ago, if you wanted to buy something for someone, you had to go find it in a store. Now there's unlimited options, all kinds of shit that you can have delivered to your door in anywhere from one to five days. I will tell you, as a parent of kids during this transition in technology, it made Christmases kind of fucking blah. Because they would just hand me a list. Here's, I want this game. You can find it used on Amazon for $33.75. Here's a hat I like. It's on Hot Topic for $19.95. That's not how gift buying and gift giving is supposed to be. There's supposed to be some intrigue, some curiosity. What's in the box? What's in the box? But I don't think we have that anymore. Maybe some of you parents have done better than I did, but I'm telling you that at this point, our kids have such focused ideas of what they want and what they feel they need that they will tell you. Then you as a parent feel like if I don't feel that need for my child, then I am a bad parent. No more are the days of just putting a hula hoop under the tree for your daughter, even though she didn't ask for a hula hoop. I did that one year because it was cheap, it was easy, and it was a nice little surprise for her. But she was a very little girl, and I will be honest, this was before smartphones and levels of technology and internet access where she could go say, this is exactly what I want. When they got older and had their own phones, it was just easier to say, just give me a list. You're not getting everything. You'll be surprised by the things you don't get. That's your surprise. I hope I didn't leave things off that were your number one items. Tell you what, why don't you organize your list from priority to least priority? That takes some of the surprise out because there's a good chance the stuff at the bottom of your list is going to be the shit that I don't buy. Ugh kills the spirit of gift giving. Look at the movie they made with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jingle All the Way, a Christmas classic. The whole movie is about him trying to go buy the last doll for his son. I'm sure that still happens to an extent. However, in this day and age, it's so easy to go order that shit in October or November and not have to go try and buy something on Christmas Eve and it's the last one on the shelves. Honestly, based on the way things are now, 
the most ridiculous concept in that movie is that anyone went to a fucking store to try and buy something. Like my furnace. I ordered my limit switch. I hope it fixes the furnace. I don't know if it will. It will show up sometime next week. It's a bit chilly until then, but I'm not dying. I'm not going to look like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining, but I was able to research, troubleshoot, do all of that stuff because I had the online capability. It didn't take me that long to finally figure out what the issue was and then get online and order a part for $11. Now, the thermostat that I bought and replaced, I did go to Lowe's to buy that. However, it's because I needed it now. Like I, At the time, I thought maybe this is the problem, so I'm just going to go buy this thermostat at the store, put it in tonight, but I already knew when I went to the store what I was going to buy because I had been able to Google thermostats and go to the Lowe's website and figure out what I wanted to buy within a very cheap price range as far as just a basic replacement of necessity. And then I was able to take the instructions that came with that thermostat, coupled with YouTube searches of people installing thermostats, and I felt pretty confident in the ability to replace that thermostat. And I did. Successfully. I'm a genius. No, you're not. Ask me what year Abraham Lincoln was born. All right, what year was Abraham Lincoln born? Hold on, I'm thinking. I'm just gonna guess that it was 1809. Guessing. In, uh, I don't know. Let's take it further. Maybe it was LaRue County, Kentucky. I don't know. I'm just guessing. That's correct. See, I'm a genius. I told you. You're not a genius. You look that shit up. You feel like a genius because it only took you like 10, 20, 30 seconds max to find weird information like when was Abraham Lincoln born? When I was a kid, I had to go to the encyclopedia set that we had in the bookcase at our house and I would have to go find the one that was L to M because Lincoln would not be under A for Abraham. He would be under L for Lincoln. I don't know if you youngsters know that's how we alphabetize names is by the last name. The fact is, people are stupid. I believe that we are a dumber society now than we were 30 years ago. Because 30 years ago, you actually had to fucking know shit. People were more challenged to retain information. That's another thing. We don't retain information anymore. We can take pictures of it. We can get voice memos. We can blah, 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 blah. I'm just as guilty as everyone else because I have the same technology that you do, and I lean on the same fucking crutch. If I have a song idea, I get out my voice memos on my phone and I record that little riff and now I don't have to remember that riff tomorrow. Didn't used to be that way. If I wrote a riff 30 years ago and didn't remember it the next day, it was lost forever. Into the ether. We are not a very well-documented society from the perspective of individuals. We are, from a news perspective, from a Wikipedia perspective, like I can go find out when Abraham Lincoln was born in a matter of seconds, but I have very little physical copies or documentation of just about anything, like music. I don't have music. If the internet and streaming media and all that stuff went down tomorrow, I would be fucked. I don't own CDs. I don't own DVDs. I've bought everything digitally. I do worry about that, but it's just how things are. I do tip my hat to people who continue to purchase physical media, CDs, DVDs. 
because those are the people that when all of this shit goes kaplooey, we're all going to be wanting to go hang out at their house for movie night on Tuesday. I'd bring some snacks with me, but unfortunately, there's no internet, so I don't know how to make any snacks. Here's a bag of Cheetos. That's another great example. Cooking. Recipes. I have made the same quote-unquote finger quotes recipe for chili or pie or baked lasagna so many different ways because I don't save the recipe that I made eight months ago. And now I go to make something that I made eight months ago and it was delicious, but I don't remember which recipe I picked. And I look at them, the ones that come up on the top results, and it's like, it doesn't sound the same. I don't remember using cayenne pepper and brown sugar. Did Mick Jagger write this recipe? So, inevitably, I end up making something a little differently than the way I made it last time. I need to document this shit, like write it down, take a picture, take a screenshot. Even then, it's still digitally captured, but it's better than just relying on the internets. But guess what? Everyone's a good cook now, because they have Google. I'm an amazing cook. Ask me how to make deviled eggs. I'm not going to fucking ask you. You're not a fucking genius. We're done playing this game. Okay. But it involves mustard and mayonnaise. Enough. Obviously, one thing that has gotten way out of control with the advent of the internets is porn. People can access any kind of porn they want right now for free. The weirdest, craziest shit that is a hard challenge as a parent. I'm not so concerned that, like, my son is going to go look at porn on his iPhone at 15 years of age. I'm more concerned that my son is looking up black midget porn as a 15-year-old boy. Not that there's anything wrong with black midget porn. I mean, it's not my cup of tea. But my point being, that's a pretty crazy thing to have going through the head and the eyes and the mind of children. Going back to the idea of things that I had to do when I was a kid in order to get information like opening an encyclopedia oh. to find out when Abraham Lincoln was born. The same applied with finger quotes porn. When I was growing up in the 80s, I mean, yeah, there was porn. You had Playboy, Penthouse, Hustler. These were all just physical copies. Yeah, there were porn movies, but those weren't accessible to children. The majority of finger quotes porn that I saw growing up as a child was in the J.C. Penney's or the Sears catalogs in the brawls and pantyhose and lingerie sections. I remember one time getting busted in high school. I believe I was a sophomore. I got busted in math class with a Playboy. It was not my Playboy. My buddy Todd, who claimed he found it, which probably means he stole it from his dad's bathroom, but he was sitting in front of me in class. We were good friends, and he kind of passed it over his shoulder to me in class, and I immediately tucked it into my folder like, oh, I didn't even look at the damn thing. However, the math teacher saw the little handover of something. He didn't know it was a porn magazine at the time, and 
and he asked me to bring him what I had just been handed. Well, I can't take it out of the folder because I don't want everyone to see it. So I take my entire folder up. He opens it and just like, mm-hmm. See me after class, Mr. Schaefer. And this guy was one of the assistant coaches for the high school football team, which my brother was a senior playing on the team, and my dad was very close with all the coaches because he wanted to make sure his son did well. Not me, but the other son. The good son. So, of course, I'm very panicked now, like, oh, this is absolutely going to get out to my dad. I'm fucked. I'm going to be in so much trouble. But I don't recall that ever coming up with my parents, so perhaps my teacher either kept it to himself or told my dad under the agreement of, yeah, this shit happens, boys will be boys. Don't mention it, I just wanted to let you know. So luckily, all I got was a detention. However, back to online porn. Does anyone not think it's weird that in the last 10 years, since pretty much internet porn has become free and common, that the eruption of ED pills and ED treatments and ED medications has become a very common topic. It's not even weird to hear it on the radio anymore. Does your dick look like an overcooked macaroni noodle? When you think about normal sex with another person, does your penis retract into your body? Are you only able to reach climax if you see a black midget fucking a Filipino transvestite? Let us handle your common worries and problems here at the ED store. Come in today for a consultation and a meet and greet with our owner and physician, Jamarcus Munchkin. We're here to meet your ED needs. Yes, it's out of control. Not just the porn, everything. The access to information is insane. People need to get a little bit smarter. People need to retain information, not lean on and rely on Google searches. And I'm going to go back through my phone and find this information. I'm talking to myself, too. Like I said, I'm guilty. But the Internet, Google searches, YouTube, all of that stuff has actually made us dumber than smarter. Because if that shit goes away, we're fucked. How well would you be able to cook a gourmet meal without the internet? How proficient would you be at your job without the internet? How would I possibly fix my own shit without the internet? It's scary. We're slowly unbecoming people. I don't mean unbecoming as far as the term that means unpleasant. I mean we are becoming not people. We're becoming fucking robots. We're all little fucking Google machines running around because we don't know dick without the fucking Googles. Pick up a book, watch a documentary, learn something on occasion, perhaps buy the occasional piece of physical media if it's something that you really fucking love. Don't count on the cloud. In theory, the cloud is great. In failure, the cloud is a fucking mood and potentially life ruiner for many people. Thank you again to everyone for tuning in to the Jeff Becomes Jeff podcast. Please share with your friends and go follow me on TikTok, Twitter, or Facebook at Jeff Becomes Jeff. Until next time, I'm Jeff. And I'm Jeff. It's nice to officially meet you, Jeff. I'm a big fan. What are some of your interests? I like black midget porn. How about you? Good night.